Thank you for joining us wherever you are. This podcast episode is brought to you by the Old Ways Actual Play Team. This actual play uses the 7th edition Call of Cthulhu tabletop role-playing game rules by Chaosium. This actual play is performed by adults and in an adult setting. While we try very hard to stick to languages for all ages, listeners should know that this podcast may include mature themes. All content, including names, places, events, companies, and etc. that may bear resemblance to entities living or dead is strictly coincidental. My name is Michael Diamond, and for tonight's game, I will be your keeper. Thank you for joining us again on another episode of the Old Ways Podcast. I'm your keeper, Keeper Michael, and we return to Masks of Nilothotep in the Egypt chapter. Uh, so when last we left our investigators, they had come out of a pyramid after some rather trying experiences in it, and they have found their way to a local uh, hotel. It's not so much a hotel as it is a, um, we'll say a halfway house that Otto has been able to find you a place in, but it has enough uh, space and rooms for those of you who need to sleep and rest. And it is off the beaten path, likely something that is a little bit more low profile, which is probably up the alley of some of our investigators. Speaking of which, we'll introduce them now. To my right. This is Tiffany, and I play Maeve O'Shea. And um, I don't like being that close to people. Yeah, it was rather strange. You don't really have the, the mothering vibe. Uh, to anybody seemingly, but the person sitting to your right, who is? This is Morgan. I play Lillian Lane, and I just, I don't want to be alone anymore. Truly, no Lillian is an island. At the end of the table. This is Jake. I'll be playing Jack Doyle. And tonight we're going to be doing a Delve into the Deep 2 Electric Boogaloo. Certainly. Uh, I cannot wait. To your right. Uh, Slani, I'm playing Adelzar, and I feel happy. Oh, so happy. <laughs> happy. Happy. Just before they knock me on the head and throw me on the dead cart. Certainly, that's coming. <laughs> uh, and uh, to your right. This is James. I'll be playing Dr. Sigmund Tartenbach. And honestly, I, I don't see what was so wrong. It was, it was a fun time. Fun time. I Certainly, in last episode, you met a wonderful friend from uh, your uh, early childhood. She was lovely. Yes. Uh, she's asked you to come visit her at uh, and her and her friends at the Clive Expedition. I will. I have no doubt that you will. We are again in the missing Sam formation. Uh, as you undoubtedly know, Sam is a little busy, and I'm sure that we'll be talking with him rel- relatively soon. And so the inside of this rather dingy flop house... Uh, here in uh, the area around Mycernius is mostly meant for travelers and tourists. It's not a long-term betting solution, but that's really not what you were after anyway. You want to get you want to get out of the heat. You needed to get your bearings, and for some of you, you need the ceilings to stop breathing. Now that you've had an opportunity to take a breath, it is we'll say mid to late afternoon on the day that you were inside looking at Nito Kreese's uh, antechamber and clearly the tunnels beneath therein. Uh, so what are the investigators choosing to do? Going down. And going down where? Back into the tunnels. Oh, okay. You're going to go, you're going to regroup and go back down into the tunnels. I mean, we already rested, right? You go back to that flop house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You stay the night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You rest and recover, yes? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And so, Doc, if you would make me a medicine roll. I would love to. That is a 15. Actually, that is an extreme success. 15 under Very good. Uh, Otto, you will heal a single hit point, and then you will also roll a D3. That is a two. Okay. So you heal, you heal two more for a total of three. Doctor, I could use a little more um, sprucing up. All right. I'm above half now. <laughs> well, you're not feeling so well, Jack. You seem hale and hearty. No, remember, I was, I got the um, ribs kicked out of me. <laughs> well, right, right here. Oh. Actually, feeling his ribs, they, they feel really, really stiff. Hmm. It's like pushing against a brick wall. 
Hmm. I guess uh, check his general condition, but in that area, check for internal bleeding because I don't want there to be reasonable. Yes, uh, seventy-two under eighty-two. So yeah, there's no internal bleeding. It's like it's like adding a stone statue. Hmm. You need to uh, you need to relax, Jack. This area here, hmm. favorite bit. Hmm? Oh, we'll take Maybe. a look at it again tomorrow. Okay. So with a successful medicine roll. Uh, you'll heal a D3 hit points if there are any hit points to be regained. Two. Okay. Go over to Miss O'Shea. Sit down in front of her. At, begin looking her in the eye. <laughs> like, you know, as a doctor would with the light mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah. Just making sure you are still here. Oh, Okay. Did I give you any indication that I wasn't? No. Just making sure you are. Boot the end of her nose and stand up. Are you feeling better, Lillian? And yeah, then I head over right. to Lillian. Oh, nope. by Lillian while they're talking. I, I look over at Jack. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what happened in there. And I like unconsciously scooch closer to Jack as, you know, to not feel so alone. So, certainly. Like not uncomfortable. I don't think there's close enough to be uncomfortable for him. <laughs> it's more a subconscious thing for you now. When you talk to people, you're going to want to be half a step or a step closer to them. You're not going to want to be far from people. My my personal bubble has gotten a lot smaller. It's less that. It's more like your personal bubble needs to be rubbing up against someone else's personal <laughs> bubble. <laughs> so, so to speak. Right. Before I uh, rest, I'm going to look over Slander and make sure he's doing all right. Yeah. Okay. Make sure he's not wounded. Does not seem to be. Good. And then I will uh, say my prayers and go to bed. Yeah. Well, sing, but yes. Probably hum at the very least. Yeah. Uh, the humming in the rest of the room, given the fact that you're kind of out in the open, is this to say more a we'll say Traveler's Flophouse, is uh, noticeable by everybody who's around. Uh, the humming has a harmonic resonance to it. And it's a little... It's one of those resonant sounds that gets into your eardrum. And um, it's a lot easier to take here rather than in the tunnels, Jack, that's for sure. Yeah. It's almost as if the tunnels kind of amplify it. Uh, but that said, with uh, the rest of the day prepared, you rest, you relax, and you prepare to meet the tunnels head on the next day. Yeah, so in the morning, I'm going to approach Jack. I have an experiment. I noticed when we were down there, and if I sing, a path lights. Okay. You think it might light the way? Maybe. I mean, it's worth a shot. Because if she was also a speaker of the Nile, then that would mean that that temple or her pyramid was made for that. I mean, we might as well try. I just wanted to give warning because I don't want to make people funny. Yeah, we'll try it out. I want to do some deep thinking while they're strategizing things. Certainly. So we went in this place ostensibly looking for a sarcophagus or where a sarcophagus was got looted. Yes. We didn't find any evidence that there was a sarcophagus anywhere, let alone one that was looted. And if it went into the tunnels we would have noticed that there would have been drag marks or... Correct. So either it was never here or they... Or it just was... No, no. You have photographic evidence in the papers. When they found it, there were pictures published of this sarcophagus, the the outer portion of it, right? Right? Not the actual mummy or the inner sarcophagus but the big stone outer sarcophagus was photographed so it, it you know it was in the room 
There is evidence that it is in the room. It was in the paper. The the papers are convinced that late at night, thieves came and stole it. From what I know and understand about such things. Yes. There's no possible way it could have gotten out of there. Correct. But you are also on the other side of the line between the learned and the unlearned. From the people who accept whatever is shoveled to them via the paper and the learned people who know better, you exist on the other side of that line. You know it's not possible to be done without a team of people and likely an arduous, long process to pull something so heavy. And an incredibly visible process, too. Yes, and Mycernius isn't far from Cairo. It does not make any sense, any reasonable sense. And then again, there aren't supposed to be tunnels under the, the pyramids. That That is a, a massive revelation that there are these tunnels. Otto has found evidence that there are tunnels under this tomb. That was not known before you stepped in there. Yeah, that's... It's a massive discovery. But it just leaves me even more confused than ever. Understandably so. So <clears throat> that morning... The group is heading up to the pyramid again. Yes. Right. I assume then you're making preparations gear wise for people to be slightly better outfitted. Yeah. Okay. How long do I think Jack still has? At least until midday. So if okay. your your vision is you need to get up and moving with the the morning sun. Right. To preserve whatever effect is left on him. Okay. So the group needs to get going. At least that's your opinion mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start like you know. Yeah, and I don't want to dawdle either. So we need to get this done as rapidly as possible. Okay, you head back up to uh, the pyramid. You are allowed entry into the pyramid at Mycernius, and now that you don't have to wind your way through. You know exactly where the antechamber is. You know exactly where you're going. Mm -hmm. You arrive as one of the first groups in the pyramid today. Okay. Now, the guards that surround this pyramid, the people from uh, the Egyptian government that are here, they just watch the outside. They don't really patrol inside. Mm -hmm. Uh, they're, They're essentially here to make sure people don't walk out of the pyramid with, you know, artifacts or pottery or, you know, chiseled pieces of hieroglyphic. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but you go directly to the antechamber then? Yes. Yeah. And access the secret door which allows you entrance into the tunnels. Yes? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then close it behind us. Okay. So you are again inside this main tunnel. Now, the main tunnel is, again, hewn stone, obviously man-made. Um, it's approximately eight feet wide and approximately eight feet tall. I'm going to, um, as soon as we get in and get the door shut and stuff, I'm going mm-hmm. to start singing um, either devotionals, praises, you know, to see if all if the phosphorescence happens again and if it's like almost like a path. Uh, in, in little spots around here, it doesn't seem to lead anywhere that you're not. One thing you do notice, though, is that your snake does seem to react to your voice and it moves around like underneath your clothing. Okay. Like it almost seems to be exercising. Okay. So like you feel it wrap around your waist and then like it moves up your back and then up over your <laughs> over your shoulder and back down and not on your leg and it's it is definitely affected by you uh, utilizing that tongue. Okay. Well. Who's in the lead, by the way? I am. All right. I assume that you are going to continue straight down the path and yes. then around the hook to where mm-hmm. you were. Mm-hmm. So we get to that fork where the path sits. You guys, uh, last time, went slightly left and encountered those two creatures. Now the two are are gone, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, Will you be 
continuing straight on that path or going left? Um, let's continue. Let's go left because isn't that where they came from? It is where they came from, yeah. So it makes sense that they might be guarding the correct path. You continue left a bit, and then there is another path that goes left about 20 feet after that. And here along the walls in this left path, there are a great many very tall hieroglyphics that have been chiseled into the wall here. And you see a great many beasts, these half-man, half-animals. Can I read them? Sure. Like, I mean, do they have names? Um, not so much names, but the impressions that you get off them, right? So there's a bull. Yeah. There's a there's one with a cheetah head. There's a, a snake head one. Right. There's a falcon. There's a crocodile. They go through the very common animals of the Nile Delta. Uh-huh. Uh, but they're all very powerfully built. So and these are like guardians? Yes. It does appear that they have that same sort of feel to them as far as the imagery here is that they're protecting the area. Okay. Uh, and they seem to be called the children of the Sphinx. Okay. Do I know what their allegiance? Is it allegiance to the queen or is it allegiance? It's hard to say. Okay. Uh, but they are protective spirits. And so if they're not allied with the queen, perhaps they're allied with whatever calls this place home. Uh, this path continues for some for about another 20 feet past these hieroglyphics, and then uh, it turns left again, almost back in on itself. And this path is no more than maybe 10 feet deep, and you see tiny cots set up, four of them. It looks like maybe places to sit. They're very basic. They're almost... Is there writing in that wall? Or in the, on those Not walls? Not back here. Okay. But it's, it dead ends here? It does dead end. Okay, so let's we'll turn back. Is there any belongings or anything? Nope, there doesn't seem to be any belongings. Although you smell some... It smells like... Um, well, animal droppings? So if you guys killed two beans yesterday, that means there's two more wandering down here. Four more. Four more. Wait, how many cats were there? There's six. Oh, okay. Why? Well, Maybe. Lillian does a math. There might be four more down here. Well, I'm going to keep singing. And hopefully, maybe, uh, I don't know, give our intention that we're not here to harm, rob, or steal. Mm-hmm. Basically, out to these, you know, um, guardians. Okay. You turn back around then, Jack? Yeah. Okay. Head back the way you came and then return back to the the wider path. You start getting an idea, Otto, just visually, of when the turns are off the main, what you think is the main path here. The main path is noticeably hewn and noticeably eight by eight. And in some of these places, you're realizing that the tunnel size shifts to a smaller sizes and so maybe those are less Im- important areas. Okay, so we'll stick to the main path. And if you stick to the main path, you come upon a couple of other breaks. But as you continue on, I'd like everyone to make me a listen roll. 37 out of 88. Look at you with the listen. Mm. 70, 76 over 47, mm. so... Nope. 65 over 40. Don't hear a thing. <laughs> 10 out of 20. 7 under 68. Wow. Extreme. Okay, so for the extreme success roll, uh, Doctor, did you hear a series of voices down the tunnel, one of these side tunnels that you pass? And the language is unfamiliar, but you almost get the sense that something is calling to you eagerly. Stop at that the entrance to that side pathway and just kind of look down that pathway for a moment. It's fairly dark. 
even with torchlight, it only you only get about 20 feet. There's a certain smell down here too. There's a dampness that you are not imagining. Mm. And the air isn't by any means clean. To the group. He gestures down, taps his ear, points down the hallway. I'll shine the torch down there. Those of you who had the hard successes on listen, uh, you hear those voices too. And you also hear maybe footsteps. It's fairly far off. But there's some movement. Something is moving down there and talking. What language? Not English, that's for sure. Okay, is it Latin, French, or the other one? The other one. That's great. It is not the other one. Uh, it is not Latin or French. Latin, French or uh, C. <laughs> sadly, your, your guide did not roll high enough. Cool. Everybody knows that she only knows one language. Python. <laughs> Parcel tongue. Uh, I'm going to need you both to leave now. Are you sticking on the main path still? Well, he was interested in having us uh, go down that path, so maybe we'll go down the side path. You go down this side path. As the, you, I want to keep the lights low. Okay. As you move down this side path, you realize the tunnel walls are beginning to narrow. It's slight at first, but after a good 10 or 15 meters, the path goes from maybe six or so feet wide to like four and a half. And you can tell after a while it eventually T-junctions and you have to pick left or right. Does Slander have a preference? Is he uncomfortable? No, not while you're singing or while you're humming. Doctor? Hmm. You think left, Doctor. Chester's to the left. I'm feeling this way. Do I feel anything? No, ma'am. Okay. All right. I would like a luck roll from everyone. Not a group luck roll. Oh, good. A luck roll for you guys. <laughs> 37 oh out of God. 67. Okay. 41 under 81. Okay. 79 over 60. Very good. 86 out of 82. Okay. 100 over 3. Wow. <laughs> oh, you made it too, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. For those of you who failed your luck roll. Wait, this is two stars. Is that? Yeah, that's, that's 100, 100, right? Okay, yeah. That, that's 100. a hundo, okay. chief. Yep, yep. Just making sure. You maxed the meter out. I sure did. So the, the group is moving forward after this left pathway that the doctor has chosen. Jack, you're in the lead. Mm-hmm. And um, Miss O'Shea, are you in the front of the back, you figure? Uh, I'm probably behind Jack. Okay. A, so I can make sure he doesn't go squishy. And B, so that my voice will sure. also project forward. Uh, so the two, the, the group moves over a specific spot here in the corridor, and the ground gives way. And as it gives way, Jack and Maeve are on solid ground, and those who you who are not on solid ground begin to fall. I'm going to give all of you a dexterity roll, right? Hard. Spend all your luck except for you. <laughs> I still have two I can spend. <laughs> this is a dex roll? You yes, sir. trust his intuition. But not an extreme anymore. success. Four <laughs> under 55. 11 out of 90. I am spending four luck to make it an extreme success. 14 out of 70. Okay, so the doctor and... Audel claw at the walls to slow themselves as they head down. Lillian, you manage to utilize your compatriots as a a cushioning device. And you kind of latch on to them as the, the two of you, the three of you in total fall. And so you fall 20 feet. Collectively, uh, you'll all take four points of damage. So you you fall, and uh, at the bottom of this chasm, uh, this twenty foot pit is 
uh, a series of what appear to be bones. Jack and, and Mae, you can react now to what you've seen or what happened behind you. Well, I immediately go to the edge and shine the light down there. You okay? What's going on? You look down into a pit of bones. Oh, and three people. We, we might be the first, first, first people down here to survive the fall. Well, you're not out yet. Yeah, but we're done falling. Well, Doc is down here. Yep. Makes himself, dusts himself off, help Lillian and Audel up. Um, he takes a look amongst the bones down here. Mm-hmm. Um, he, obviously, there's a whole lot of people who fell for this pit trap before and didn't fare as well. Yeah. Um, as is evidence that the walls here mm-hmm. are uh, pretty sheer. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole lot of claw marks in the stonework here. Mm. Stock is suddenly feeling not quite as optimistic as he was before. We uh, seem to be okay, Jack. But um, getting out is going to be problematic. Yeah. I am going to start looking around the bones down here. Mm-hmm. If these were two, if these were tomb raiders, they were equipped more than likely. Yeah. There'd be bits of rope and yeah there's probably some rope down here maybe if you collected all the bits of rope you could make a uh, perhaps something sort of torch (laughs) maybe something that would give them an opportunity to yank you all out yeah yeah we didn't bring rope I thought we brought brought well we don't really have rope I mean, we have whatever equipment we have. No, I think you guys got rope. No, yeah, there like there was one point where yeah. Sam made sure everybody had okay. like climbing gear well, then, or something. I thought. Then I'm not even worried about. It. I'm gonna I'm gonna tie a loop in the end of the rope and mm-hmm. toss it down. Okay. So it's a climb roll to get out. Now, those of you who have the rope, it's a climb with advantage. Um, is there any? Do I see any? Obviously, these are bones, clothing as well, everything, uh, their accoutrement. No, no, no. no, just bones. We should Ooh. probably hurry. Yeah. There's no like tunnels or anything under there, like no openings. It does not appear so. In fact, Doctor, the bones here are really clean. Yeah, you got to get out of there. Um, I- actually, I pick while they're climbing. Mm-hmm. I'll let uh, Lillian go first. Well, it's great for my 34 out of uh, 20. Did you do advantage? Uh, you have advantage on the actually, roll. So you know what? There's a loop at the end. Your You're fairly small. We could probably pull you out too well it's a 54 Mm, okay so you hustle off the rope and can't seem to get your footing on the sides of these walls put your put your foot in the loop and i biology on one of these bones okay with an eight so yeah no 95 over 82 that's got to be human yeah are you yanking yeah i rolled i rolled an eight yeah you, you hold on to the rope, Lillian, and Jack pulls you out. Okay. I'm uh, watching behind, you know, mm-hmm. like back to back with Jack. So. Yeah. Uh, the issue is, is that there are only so many torches. There are two sides of this hole now. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to, you know, occasionally look around. Well, the other, the other side of that hole is on the other side of the hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Unless it's the cheetah who could leap it. Listen, but. just because we have all the horses doesn't make us right. Right. <laughs> so, gentlemen, if you would, climb rolls. And, Miss um, O'Shea, while you're uh, watching Jack work with uh, the rope to get your compatriots back up, you get the... I'm not watching Jack. I'm watching behind Jack. Sure. But obviously he's in your field of vision. Right. Um, you feel like you're being watched while, while this happens. There is a presence here that is paying attention to what you're doing. You just can't see it. Okay, so there was a snake, there was a cheetah, a bull, a bull, a crocodile. We killed him. A falcon. Ex crocodile. Well, after a while. Falcon. Right. Climb rolls, gentlemen. A 17 under 20. You get up? Not a single success. Awesome. What's your size, Doctor? My size, I'm doctor-sized. Um, <laughs> uh, size 65. Jack, if you want to make a strength throw, you can pull yeah, the right, doctor right. out. I, I am doctor-sized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, 34 under 60. Okay. It takes the two of you a minute or two, but eventually you, you manage to pull him out. Um, you're getting pretty tired, Jack, because that's, that's hard work. I guess I will speak in the other language mm-hmm. and say that we are here to help the queen and that we are here to help her get back to her people. Okay. Interesting. Is it still watching us? You still feel the presence. Even if you speak in Aklo, like, you still feel the presence. Okay. So the chasm itself is about three meters wide. It is now behind you, which will prevent any sort of um, immediate egress. Do you continue forward? Well, we have to. I mean, there's no lip around the edge of the... Yeah. Nope. It is working as intended. You move forward in this kind of cramped passageway for about 20 or so meters. It dips again right, just slightly. And you pick up again on the voices, Doctor. Mm. They're here. The tunnel moves a little bit left and right until you can see something you hadn't seen before. And that's the flickering of torchlight ahead. Okay. I want to dim the lights, you know, put them down the ground so we don't... Mm-hmm. Cover them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You continue forward enough to get the smell of burning wood in your nose. You can smell those torches now and the oils. Uh, and you feel... A very cold breeze moved through the tunnels from behind you, through you, and forward. The main tunnel width is just ahead. Once once we get close enough that we can kind of see with the torchlight, mm-hmm. I want to turn the lights off. Okay. Can, can we hear, like, the language now? It's Arabic. What are they saying? Um, they are... Someone is, is making a series of orders. They're preparing something. Whatever it is they're doing, they're, they seem to be moving things. You're talking about moving people. Moving people? Step back away from the entryway a little bit gesture them, you know, gather a bit back. What do we think? Well, we need to see what's going on. Looks at Maeve. It is inadvisable for you to call a large friend. Do you have a small friend who could go and take a look for us? I look at Slander. I ask him in Aklo to see friend or foe. So from the outside perspective... She picks up a thick asp. She speaks to it in some strange tongue, and the snake slithers forward. Oh, Jesus. Allah would not no. be okay with this. I must be losing my mind. The snake moves forward and then eventually right. You don't really get any impressions of that. How long are you going to wait in this tunnel? Well, can I feel like how far away he is? Not really. I can tell you that Miss Lane is closer than the snake is. (laughs) I'm going to uh, try to sneak up a little bit. See if Mm, I can see around the corner. Give me a stealth roll. I'm not sneaky. Hence me knocking over shelves. So that is 25 under 82. So that is a hard success. Contested. Uh, You sneak forward a little bit. Uh, You come to the corner of where your tunnel and the main tunnel is. Uh, It isn't terribly far through that main tunnel area. If you're going to continue, it dips right again and you see the snake dipping right. And as you do, if you continue to follow it yeah once you make that last bend you see something 
unbelievable. The space beyond here opens up into a massive football stadium-sized expanse. It's an underground chamber that has been beautifully rendered and carved with a mass of just ornate Egyptian architecture. You see beautiful floor-to-ceiling columns. It looks like a room fit for a king. There are wide steps down from your position. You can see that the snake basically continuing on down these steps. Um, They're very wide. You see in this main expanse, this massive chamber, the floor is black marble. There are a few torches in the distance in this chamber give you a little bit of light. This black marble is flecked with little bits of white. It's a space so vast you can't see the end of it. Numerous pillars support this chamber. And from the figures who move that you can see in the distance, each wear a very telltale robe and inverted ankh. And then as you give yourself that next hearth breath to stare around the chamber, the snake is quickly making its way back to you. And it's moving at a high rate of speed. Give me a spot hidden roll, Jack. 3399. Won't require a sanity roll because you've seen them before. But you see a roughly eight to nine foot tall man with the upper half of a dog. He carries a wide spear and his snout is curled up just a little bit like a dog's would be if it was smelling food. And his eyes are, that whole head is beginning to move around as if it senses something. Okay, time to go. Whatever this place is, it beggars belief. The snake passes you. And I am quickly behind it. Indeed. Uh, You exit back out towards your friends, left once, left twice, and then you come upon the group. The snake eventually returns. And you get the pheromonal sense that it is afraid. There's a a massive cavern over there. Up there, it's... uh... It's like they've built some kind of temple or something there, and there is another one of those men creatures coming this way. Awesome. If we uh, if we end up fighting, no guns, because we don't uh, we don't want to make that kind of noise. There's brotherhood out there. Okay. How many? How many in armor? From, from what you saw, Jack, there were probably four or five. Four or five but so not. far, but there's it's so big, I don't know. There's probably more. So what do you want me to do? Don't shoot them. I don't have a gun. Now then, let's just let's see if what happens first. How would you like to view what happens? What? How would you like to view what happens? You said, let's see what happens no. first. <laughs> so you're going to sit in this side tunnel and see if you get caught? I mean, that's we have nowhere else to go. I mean, other than back the way we came. How long does it take to do the uh, circle of warding? It's a casting, but then you have to concentrate on it. Okay. Sure. I have to, I have to look up the rounds on it, but yeah, that's because otherwise I'll start doing that around us. <laughs> you wait a few moments. Seconds tick by like an eternity, but nothing ever comes into this hallway. Is that presence still? I feel it. You feel it even heavier now. It would be like, it would be as if someone was behind you watching you. And every time you turned your back to try to see them, they were behind you again. Okay. 
my issue is that uh, I think we could probably take the Brotherhood in a rush. Maybe even a couple of these creatures. If Omar Al Shakti's down there, that's a whole nother situation. Kettle of fishes. Yeah. It did appear, though, Jack, that the cultists that were in there were near the back of the chamber. They were doing something. It was hard to see what they were doing because you weren't close enough because mm-hmm. it's so it's such a deep chamber. Right. And I don't know what Otto shared. If he shared that they're giving orders or I don't know what he told you, what they're what they're saying. But either way, there's something happening in there. Okay, so the voices, you know, talking. Do I recognize any of the voices? Because I did hear. You did hear yeah. Omar speak. Or you did hear the figure in the streets speak. Right, which I assume is Omar. You are assuming is Omar. Uh, no, you did not hear that voice. Okay. So I don't think he's there. If that's the situation, then I think we can take him. So is this only this tunnel only going one way? Like there's no other offshoots that we can go to go around the there other are, side there, of the there cavern? There is another half of this main tunnel you could basically from what you saw, Jack, it ends almost like in a V. Okay. And as you get into the V here, that's when it opens up into the chamber. There is another path, but you've no idea where it goes. Right. I mean it might loop around, it might go all the way back to somewhere else. We have to get in that chamber because I'm guessing that's probably where uh, the queen is. It's a reasonable assumption. I also have a feeling he already knows we're here. Well, somebody, uh, maybe. Do you have a gun on you, Lillian? No, because all our stuff was packed up. All I have is my hatchet. I didn't bring a gun. Well, here you can take my my uh, my backup piece, my 38 fish okay. baddie out of the bag. Okay. I'm staying behind everybody that shoots. That makes sense. Caster's in the back. Mm -hmm. I pull my hatchet and swap my crutch to the other side. Don't you have a sword? Yeah. I do, don't I? Yes, I do. Absolutely. I put the hatchet away and... You pull out a scimitar. Doctor, uh, I want you to stick close to Maeve. Absolutely. Watch her. Um, Otto, you should swing out to the side. You're going to need to come around. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll be the tip of the spear, as it were. Oh, by the way, the dog, this uh, creature is a dog-headed thing with a spear. <laughs> so it, is Maeve going to concentrate on the, the dog-headed thing with a spear? I was told to wait. Do you have any kind of power to do something? Yeah, I have lots of things. It's just how much do you want it to cost and how big do you want it to be? I don't, we don't want it too big. We don't want it to cost you too much. Because God knows what else we're going to be facing. Did it look like this thing was working with them? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to hand you a vial. Okay. Drink this and immediately breathe out. It will give you a few seconds to like a minute to get behind cover. Oh, you 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 create that mist that uh mm-hmm. okay. I do have that. Uh everything else is kind of kind of touchy. Um unless you want the big guy. I mean, I have stuff in a pinch that I can I can do. But here's the thing. Is if it gets to that that point and you start hearing me sing insanely loud. Do not look Mm -hmm. at me and try and look at the ground. Okay. I also fish out of the doc's bag a couple of um, ammonium nitrate ampules. Okay. Smelling salts. Mm. Certainly. The moment Jack says that it's a dog with a spear. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. They don't like smelling salts. Nothing with that that good of a sense of smell likes ammonium nitrate. Mm. All right. Are we ready? Define ready, Jack. Mm. <laughs> well, Are we ever? I am very dubious about this. Yeah, I can get that. So uh, you head back in? Yeah. 
So much as before, when the group of you head back in, this chamber is enormous. It opens up very wide. It's almost like a cathedral in that way, right? It's a big, wide, wide chamber. And you notice something kind of as you first get into the chamber. Not only are there these very wide steps that lead down into it, the floor again, as I mentioned before, is black marble. It is somewhat accented by little white specks. Uh, uh, As you're entering the chamber, about 30 yards or so to your left, you see that there's a creature. There's some enormous humanoid thing is walking away from you around one of these pillars. You notice that your footsteps don't echo. I'm going to start humming quietly to me um, the song that I heard when I went down by the Nile. Okay. You feel a little bit more confident. Um, The song helps level you out a little bit. And um, it's trying to, it's helping you deal with all of the adrenaline you're feeling. Idle with me. So are you going left or right? This creature went left? Yeah. Yeah, we're going going left. Okay. So is the idea to stalk it? Yeah. Well, I would like the two of you to make me stealth rolls then. Oh, this ought to be good. You can do it. I am spending seven luck to make that a success. 20 under 20. <laughs> Very good. 61 under 82. Okay. How much distance would you like to close? Well, we're going to have to get pretty close because uh, I don't want to start firing. But I guess, you know. We're going to try to get as close as we can. Okay. You get close enough, probably within about eight meters. This thing has not picked up on you yet. I mean, you're within shooting range easily. How the hell with it? I really don't want to alert everybody in here with some gunfire, but I'm not going to get any, I don't think we're going to get any closer. Reasonable assumption. So I'm going to put three rounds in his back. Okay, so before you do that, systematically speaking, you're on surprise. Mm -hmm. So a surprise gunfire is an, it's as long as you hit, it's an automatic impale. Oh, okay. Because you're literally firing from surprise. Okay. Um, So you you don't necessarily have to, to squeeze the trigger three times if you don't want to. Oh, all right. Yeah. I'll hit with one and then see what happens. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a four. Yeah. So I'm glad I uh, wasted that. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> so that's 12. Plus your damage. Because it's it's critical damage plus rolled damage. 12. Okay. <laughs> now you fire a single shot into its back and it flexes forward and falls. Uh, everyone behind Jack, the rest of the party, you hear the gunshot, obviously. It does not echo as much as you were expecting it to. Sound has been dampened in here. You hear voices in Arabic suddenly rise a little bit further down in the chamber. And the two of you, uh, Jack and Otto, now that you're a little closer, you see that there's a this chamber that has so many columns to support it here. In the middle section of some of these columns, there seems to be some sort of stairway that goes deeper down. You're not sure where that goes, but you can see the staircase there. It's a it's a very um very classically ancient Egyptian wide staircase, right? So it's like you walk into the chamber, there are columns supporting it, and in the middle of those columns, right, before the rest of the chamber continues there's a staircase that goes back down okay the creature falls all right well then we will hot foot it across the floor yep yeah i'll move up then to where the columns are yeah okay you move up to where the first set of columns are when you move up to the first set of columns you can see just a little bit further forward maybe 30 or so feet 
there's this staircase that kind of inverts and goes back down. Uh, Jack and an auto, you see in front of you a rather wide, dark pit. Uh, it's, or is it a, it's hard to tell because it's, there isn't a ton of light in here. And so it's, it's very tough to see. It's either a pit or it's a, it's like a pool of water. You'd have to get closer to see specifics. It does it cross the entire floor? It, not the entire floor, but a large section of it. Okay. It's probably 20 feet wide and it's got to be 50 plus long. It's a it's big. It's big. I'm going to stay the hell away from that. Yeah. Okay. I am going to gesture to the spear. Mm-hmm. I'll pick it up. Yeah, I mean, it's finely crafted. Yeah. yeah. You can always use a spear. Mm-hmm. I'll have the two of you make hard spot hidden rolls from there. Nope. 14. In the distance, beyond the pool, you see something coming up from, jutting up from this black floor. It is wide and white, and it looks like an altar. And there is something on top of this altar. Altar. Uh, Can I see where he was looking? You'd have to get closer. I'll move closer. You get close enough to Jack. Lillian, what are you doing during this time? I am going around the other side, mm-hmm. heading towards the the human voices. Okay. Yeah, you're seeing the same. Basically, columns flank this staircase that I talked about before. And then they also somewhat flank this pool uh, that's in the middle. But beyond the pool, uh, you see this altar, which is about... 25 or so feet wide. It's massive. And on top of it, there is a ornately crafted stone sarcophagus in the distance. Does that mean the girdle's here then? If they have the girdle. If if she's here. I'm going to make my way towards the altar, but how many... Can I see other people? Yeah, you're getting close enough to where you can start making out human forms. And you see men and women working to put uh, out, it looks like ritual material. So like braziers and likely uh, pharaonic masks. Mm -hmm. and, um, And they're all in the robes? Yep. How many? There's four or five of them working down there. They're very clearly to your eyes, maybe setting up for a ritual. Right, right. No, I got that. Is there a way? So is it a smooth altar? Can I climb it? Can, (laughs) like. How big is it? Right. Well, he said it was like 25 feet, but I want to know, like, is it tall? Like, like, can I. it's, It's probably about. 15 feet high. Okay. And there's like no handholds or anything? You couldn't tell from here. You're 100 feet away from it. Well, then we'll keep sneaking closer. Yeah, there's probably stairs on one side or another. Keep sneaking closer. How's your stealth? Oh, it's not. Well, we're going to find out. (laughs) It isn't. (laughs) I mean, I have my knife out, but I mean, that only does so much. Right. It should. (laughs) Why not? Like, just in general, like, I have my knife out, so I'm stealthier. Right? right? I'm going to spend eight luck. Oh, okay. So it'll be a 20 out of 20. All right. You see Maeve creep forward, and she's trying to be real quiet about it. And she keeps going forward. You keep going forward. You use the columns in the room to your advantage, and you get close enough. And it, two things you find out relatively quickly. When you get about 30 or so feet close, you realize that there are six or more cultists beyond the altar that are also working. Mm-hmm. And there aren't 
any handholds that you can see on at least the sides of the alt you see to be able to get up on top of it. Okay. It's probable that what Jack talked about is true, which is it's an altar serviced from behind. And so maybe there are, maybe there's another way to get on top of it. You also find something very, very important. And that is there are places in this chamber that you could likely just hide in the darkness here and no one would see you because it's not all lit. Mm-hmm. Maeve, why don't you give me a, a call roll? That is hint, 69 out of 83. Nice. Make sure you're checking your skills that you... Yes, um, absolutely. Oh, that's yep. probably a good oh, idea. I've been checking ones I ain't even done yet. Yeah, no, I know you have. Um, <laughs> but remember that if you spend luck to complete a skill, you don't get to check that thing. Oh, right. You are fairly certain that this ritual is going to happen tonight. That They have everything in order. Mm-hmm. They are waiting for likely the right time of night. And they are going to cast this ritual. And so you have to either get that mummy out of there or you have to deal with the consequences of whatever happens if they bring her back. I'm going to call the big guy. Okay. So you're going to begin casting Serpent Servitor. Yes. 5 MP, a D3 sand. Uh, I think last time it was four rounds. Yeah, it takes a number of rounds. Uh, it's a D10 roll that I'll make. Oh, okay. It's a um, how roll from you? 13 out of 83. Or 16 is the Extreme. Yeah. hard. Okay. So you just begin casting? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's fairly noticeable to those of you who are behind her. So she gets close to one of these columns. She peeks around the column a little bit and she seems to stare at it and stare at it and stare at it. And then she comes to a resting standing position and you start hearing her voice pick up like a lot. I have to move forward because she can't leave her exposed like that. Right. Yep. Rest of the group following on Jack. Yep. Okay. You continue forward. I had to make a decision. That's fine. Um, the words that she's intoning, Otto, are, again, neither human nor any sort of religious tongue that you are used to. And she's, she's calling something. She's beckoning to something. You can feel it in your bones. I do not want to know. I do not want to look at. Nope, 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 nope. At this point, I am just wondering why I was the one who was supposed to be protecting her. Because sure, yeah, I probably even fall to my knees to try and you know get him to. It, it's a little different now. Actually, you feel oh, you feel way more in charge of his arrival, oh. given that your given your position. Oh within, yeah, things have changed since the last time. Oh yeah. yes. No, you don't. You have any okay. issue with calling out to him because he is yours to command. Right. That is the way of things. You move forward, can you continue to move forward and her voice chases you. You you can hear her every second that grows, her voice gets louder and louder in this chamber. And that's when you begin to hear it echo back. She gets loud enough to bounce off the walls. And you can see in front of you the cultists who are down at this altar area start looking around. So do we need to destroy the sarcophagus? No. No. Why not? We don't want her to rise up, right? We want her to rise up. I mean, don't at, ask me. At, at uh, like last ditch effort, maybe I would destroy her body, but maybe wants her intact to take somewhere. The cultists down there turn, and you hear in Arabic, Adol, calls of danger, invaders, the unclean have arrived. Cheers. That's right. Now it's time to start throwing some lead. Which we will absolutely do the next time we get together. So thank you so much for joining us. Now us downed deep in the chamber of some 
strange crawling chaos. Good night.